Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Introducing the first ever Grand Highlander, a mid-sized SUV with the ideal combination of space, performance, style, and advanced tech. The roomy Grand Highlander boasts three spacious rows with available seating for up to eight. It's available 362 horsepower. Hybrid Max powertrain on limited and platinum trims delivers the power, acceleration, and efficiency so your family can take on any adventure. There's even a standard digital key, a panoramic view mirror, and a 12.3-inch multimedia touchscreen so you always arrive on time. Live life grander in the first-ever Toyota Grand Highlander. Learn more at toyota.com slash Grand Highlander. Introducing the Lisa Chill Collection, your answer to hot nights. These mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers, whisking away heat for the perfect sleep temperature. Save up to $460 on chill mattresses and get two free pillows when you shop now. iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, Have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. El Huddle is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Hola, que tal? What is up, everybody? This is the El Huddle Podcast. I am merely Will Salva alongside my hermana, my prima, mi prima hermana, MJ Acosta Ruiz. You know, it's funny. Well, I think if anybody outside of the Latino community is like, mm, how can she be your prima? And it might be like, we inherently understand what that means, right? <laughs> yes, we like, do. In the, yes, we I've do. had so many prima hermanas and a lot of primas that are not actually my primas, but they are. Yeah, well, I've got Love the prima, be damned. prima hermanos. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Uh, I totally thought of you because I took my son to get his haircut and it's a really cash barbershop, right? where they have a small little fridge, they've got 
adult beverages yeah. there, etc. Mm-hmm. And so this this nice man, he came in there hanging out with him and come to find out that he's Panamanian. Hey. And 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 he's also Nicaraguan. Okay, that's, that's it. Right. So he's coming on the pod next week. <laughs> well, he does he does some form of organizing, planning, something in the entertainment industry that has to do with one of the award shows, I believe. Ah, we love and him. Yeah, so really nice casual vibe. And I was telling him about your trip to Panama and, and, and how it was like. And, you know, I was telling him about, about you going to the beaches, et cetera, and what his drink of choice was. And he's like, oh, rum and Coke. That's, that's what we right. have. Right. Right, that's the drink of choice. Is, it, is that the drink of choice there, we or is did, there? A variation I don't know. I think of it? they sort of cater to whatever you're in the mood for. But I will say this about the adult beverages in Panama. Okay, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they are served in like a goblet, a chalice-sized cup. Like I was like, I just wanted a cocktail, honey. I don't <laughs> want a pitcher. <laughs> I don't want a picture of whatever this, you know, pina colada is like, wow. I was like, how many did we order? Every, and so at first we thought it was just, okay, maybe it's just like this particular restaurant. Everywhere we went, boom, goblet. So mm-hmm. the moral of the story is in Panama, they're going to make sure you have a good time. All right. One way or another. You're going to have well, this rum and coke. You're going to have this pina colada. Yeah. And you're going to love it. Well, well, <laughs> in, in Peru, they have pisco sour. I don't know if you've had a pisco mm-hmm. sour before. I have, but yeah. uh, honestly, like that will literally melt your contact lenses. I mean, oh, yeah. that yeah. You, you're you're yeah, yeah, no, it is. And I just remember just kind of casually drinking it and thinking, "Whoa!" It's like literally, like it was like I poured motor oil down my gullet. And I was like, "Whoa!" Oh, I've got one for you. Have you ever had Mama Juana from Dominican Republic? No. What is that? <gasps> what well. is that? It is made, if, I, all of you, if you're listening, please go, go Google what's in Mama Juana. It might take you back a little bit because it's in a bottle. There's like bark and like berries and roots and like all of these different herbs and things in it. I mean, it smells like rubitessin, but worse. <laughs> it's not, to me, it is not an enjoyable experience, but it is very, very like typical of Dominican Republic. Like it's specific to the Dominican Republic and they call it, the baby maker. Oh, wow. So needless Never to say, yes, no, it is a lot. So needless to say, I've stayed away from it as long as possible in my whole life. But like my parents have a couple bottles of it in the house. Like it is only like Noche Buena, three in the morning. The party has gone to that level where they're like Mama Juana time. And everyone's like, you're going to leave <laughs> or you're going to lean in. You're going to lean into the chaos. So it's, uh... I, think, I feel like every country... Right, every Latin American country has that. Certainly, every country has that one drink. Like mm-hmm. the U.S., I would I would liken it to like for my all Americans like moonshine. Like it's oh wow, so yeah, it's potent. That, that's that's like it's, it's a, a pisco sours like that. Or, Sings or Flor- the nostrils. Yeah, Flor de Caña. That's that's Flor de Caña. The, yeah. Exactly. I mean, those are those drinks. I mean, honestly, mm-hmm. no joke. Oh, so I didn't I didn't realize that because at first when I heard you say it, I thought you said it was like a mojito. And I thought mm-hmm. like, oh, is that no if only. Yeah, yeah. That's oh. that's different. Yeah. Um, 
Wow, I feel inebriated right now just talking about it. It's it's intense. I don't understand it. Of course, like growing up, we were like, oh, we can't wait to try it. And then we tried it and we're like, oh, why do you drink this? What's wrong with you? You know, one thing we have not touched upon since we've started this podcast is our names. Because Mm -hmm. that's that's a big deal. Uh, I think we've talked about I, it a little bit, but we haven't really, really, gone really not, not yeah, not really a, a, a deep dive. We have touched right. upon it, though, where for me, people look at my name and said, Will Selva. Well, he's he's Italian. He's got to be <laughs> Italian. Right. Yeah. And, yeah. and uh, it's like, no, because I think people are so preconditioned and maybe not mm-hmm. all people, but most people seem to be preconditioned because they have to know what the name is. So if it's Pedro, Carlos, David, whatever it is, people need to know, okay, now I know he's Latino. But in my case, they, they don't know. And it's been something that is always to be honest with you, bothered me a little bit. And Hmm. as as a matter of fact, when I was starting off in the business, I'm not going to say where this happened, but I had two bosses who pulled me inside the office and said, Hmm. Hey, so, so what would you, what would you make of the fact if we changed your name or you changed your name to Guillermo? And I said, Oh, that's interesting. It's not even close to Will. Huh? Right, right. Well, so so growing up in like San that. Francisco, growing up in San Francisco, I was called Guillermo, you know, because my brothers were uh, like, you know, Manuel Antonio, Fernando Jose, Roberto Francisco, Jorge Luis. Was that your middle name? Uh, so no, that was so no Guillermo. Okay. No, this is William in in Spanish, right? So, um, oh, yeah. so so they so they just automatically said, "There's no way this kid is related to this family, and his name's Will." Uh, uh-uh, uh, no way. And so my bosses knew that, remembered that, and they said, "So what do you think? I mean, you know, Guillermo, this is kind of uh, a fresh start for you. What do you think about that?" Um, so you know, I went home uh, and I called up my parents and my brothers. They're like, "No." It's not your name. It's not your name. It's it's just like we would have called you that. You know, my my right. mom said the best looking guy in Nicaragua was named William. So I have to I have to go with that. We you know have what I'm to saying? honor. What yes. For you. Yes. So it was oh just so a, a weird thing for me because that always kind of seemed to to bother me because my first language yeah. was Spanish and and I'm very proud of, of who and what I am. And uh, so so the whole name thing really. I don't know that that kind of just sometimes hits me the wrong way. And it just like I yeah. and we've talked about it like like just like you don't have to be you don't have to have a name that necessarily screams that you're Latino. Right. But it's just like sometimes right. I think that people just think of people putting people in in silos or in boxes. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? 100%. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. I think people want it to be palatable to what they know what they've been conditioned to expect in the mainstream um, as what Latino represents, as mm-hmm. what it is. This is what we've seen our whole lives. It's been the Marias and the Jose's and the- That's right. Uh, which of course, yes, they're very much part of the culture. But like, as you know, my full name is Marjorie. Right. How right. my mom found Marjorie in the middle yes. of Santo Domingo, I cannot tell you. I think she said she saw it on a, in, either in a movie or on a building, right? And 
to this day, there are family members who cannot pronounce it correctly. I've heard every variation you can imagine with well, a Latino accent. Well, when were you called MJ? Hilarious. Like when? Oh, when that did wasn't that until I, that wasn't until I got like well into my twenties. I would say in college, um, my friend Cindy Winters, who's a, a phenomenal artist, she's on Broadway. She's a singer. On this beautiful creative mind, very good friend of mine. We danced together, and every time we would go sign up for something, and if there's not a sign up sheet, somebody's writing your name in. They would always spell my name wrong. Always. It was mm. constantly like, no, it's Marjorie with a J. Marjorie with a J. Marjorie with a J. They'd put a Y in Miami. If it was a Spanish speaker, they'd put a double L. They'd put a G. Like, everything but how my name was spelled. So she was like, well, why don't you just shorten it? Why don't you just go by MJ? And I was like, I kind of like that. So she's like, mm. all right, let's test it out. Let's work okay. this. So Cindy, shout out to Cindy Winters. She is um, the creator like of this, of this um, altar not my alter ego, just sort of like, it, and it sort of like fit me. No offense to my mom, of course, was horrified that I shortened my name to just two letters. Right. So she, did she hate it? Right. Did she did she hate it? She was not. She was not pleased. She was not yeah. How pleased. about your dad? Did he, did he but, care? Ah, my dad doesn't really care. Plus, my dad's like a basketball head, right? So he was like, "Oh, MJ looks like a Jordan." So he was cool with it. Okay, um, so he was good. But but it was it was interesting. I felt. Um, but now, like, if someone calls me by my full name, which like mm. only really my husband does now at this point. Um, he calls it, it, he calls you by your full name. Uh huh. Yeah. This fascinates me because this is like yeah. Prince when he was married and he was the symbol. Yeah. And I remember him sitting down for an interview, and I don't know who was doing the interview. It might have been like Barbara Walters or something. <laughs> and she asked, she asked the wife, ex wife, you know, what do you call him? It's like, oh, I don't call him anything. And it was it was very weird. So. Yeah. So so MJ, he he doesn't yeah. call me, but you were yeah. MJ at that point, though, when you yeah, guys met. Yeah, very much, very much so. But he asked me, well, because he had a nickname, too, when I met him. And I was like, that's not your real name. So he's like, well, I don't think MJ's your real name. So we got, it, it sort of became like a fun uh, little no. thing with us. So that's where it came from. I know, I know why he calls yeah. you by by your real name, because he didn't want to get in your mom's bad graces. That's ah, the reason why. Puerto Rican man. Yeah. You know, <laughs> love up on the but to your point, like the nicknames that we create, even from our, so, okay. I've, I've told you about my auntie, my Tia Susie. Tia Susie. It's not, that's not her name. It's not her name. Susie came from Asuncion de la Altagracia. All right. <laughs> the Ascension of Higher Grace. If we're translating here, but everybody calls her Susie for sure because who's going to call her Asuncion de la Altagracia? Nobody. The Dominican Republic is very Catholic by the most part, so the the sort of like um, La Virgen de la Guadalupe. And oh yeah. Right in different countries, it's a different um, uh, Mother Virgin. So in DR, it's Maria de la Altagracia, which is my mom's name. Wow. So, well, see, if if I if I was born a girl, I would have been Guadalupe. That would have been my name. So you you are. Talking... I know a lot of men named Guadalupe actually too, out of Mexico. Like yeah, in, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, they go I by Guad. Yeah. Oh well, Guad. Yeah. Okay, I get yeah. that. The, the yeah. but but that's that's my mom said like yeah. If you were a girl, yeah. you would have been Guadalupe. So Lupe. it's it's Lupe it's very interesting. I know lots of Lupe. Because yeah. I, I thought um, I thought it was just really like in Cuba that they have the names like like Us Us Navy. I heard that it's like Usna oh, Us Navy. Navy. Yeah, yeah, but it's like it was named after the U.S. Navy. 
I can you know? <laughs> confirm I have met more than one living in, in Miami, as long as I did. Mm-hmm. I've met more than one Usmael and Usnavi. And that's not a joke, like for real, these these were their names. But like you start, you, you see this in the Caribbean, like Latin American countries a mm-hmm. lot. Like I'll give you another example in my family. My beautiful cousin, Sorikali. Super unique name because yeah. my aunt and uncle made it up. My aunt's name is Soraida. And my uncle's name is Carlos. Sorikadli was born, literally. (laughs) So literal, right? And it's so cool because it is, but like you find names like that all over DR, all over Cuba and Puerto Rico for Mm -hmm. sure as well. Like it's Mm -hmm. really interesting um, where, like we were talking earlier, where some folks who come to the US from Latin American or or Hispanic countries and they want to do the opposite, right? Like view as as American of a name as possible. And it's like, nah. Dominicans don't do that, dog. We went all the way in. All <laughs> well, the way like, in. You don't get this name. In, in Nicaragua, for example, like Johnny is very common. Like Johnny. Yeah. Like, like I some have an of those Johnny. Names. Yeah. Yeah. See, so so it just, it, those are the sorts of things that, that people don't realize, right? Yeah. And uh, hopefully when people listen to this, they kind of get what we're talking about uh, mm-hmm. because they'll know. Something. They will know inherently know. because it's in their family too. Everybody's yeah, got that cousin. Yeah. 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 So, so our producer Randy just mm-hmm. said that in certain parts of Latino America, that if you've been born on December 12th, Dia de la mm-hmm. Virgen de Guadalupe, you are named Guadalupe, mm-hmm. regardless of gender. So I, yeah. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love yeah. that for us. I think that's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, hopefully we can educate our, our listeners if they're not already mm-hmm. educated on, on, or they're saying, yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying, MJ and Will. Yeah. But you know what, uh, MJ, let's just get go over the, the quick um, football headlines, los titulares. Yeah. So let's go over them really quick. Uh, Aaron Rodgers still hasn't been traded. Lamar Shocking. Jackson still hasn't signed a contract. And mm-hmm. Tyreek Hill is going to retire in, in a couple of years. Those are your headlines did, right there. Did you also hear Tyreek Hill talking smack to Chiefs yes. on a Kansas City radio show? Oh my yeah, God. And, they said, and they were almost telling him like, hey, you can take this back or hey, we don't have to include this, whatever. Right, well, Who is we'll all in? in. Yeah. He says it with his whole chest. Whatever he says, he means it entirely. But his point in that in that interview was like, I was there for a long time. Like, I know the playbook. I know all your signals. I'm going to be your worst enemy that day. We know that these players, they spill all the tea when they get to a new team. That All of them mm-hmm. do it, right? They're like, mm-hmm. all right, coach, let's sit down. This is how they run this offense. This is the scheme that they're going to run. This is what this route is called. This is what this play is called. Like, of course, we know. Yeah. Sometimes I just wish, as a Dolphins fan, right, I sometimes wish he would just play it a little closer to the best, right? But that's it, not his, it's not do his that. DNA. He ain't going to do that. I never want him to change. Um, <laughs> it's great. It's crazy. it's crazy that the, the Chiefs and the Dolphins will be playing this year, That's this coming so season. Fun. Um, so fun. It's going to be great. It's yeah. Really, yeah. Really no, good game. I can't wait to see when it is and how far along in the, in the schedule it is. I hope it's a little deeper in the year, right? Like not off the, selfishly, um, yeah. not off the top. We'll see. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait. I love talk, that we can talk. I want to thank Tyreek Hill for reminding us of like the matchups, right? Because I think we get into these offseason conversations and we're like, oh, just sign the contract already or oh my mm-hmm. God, just give him the trade or whatever. Yeah. And it, it's kind of fun to look ahead at a matchup that will be, I mean, once again, nobody call me that day. <laughs> I'm going to be very stressed. Out of pocket? Very. That could, I feel like that could be a primetime game. 
should be a prime time. Oh, it's definitely going to be a primetime right? game. There's no way that's going to be early window. That's like going 1 to p.m. Be... on a th- right, right. Yeah, no, yeah. that ain't happening. Yeah. That that's going to be that's definitely going to be Sunday night, Monday night. It's boy, that'd be Amazon great. Amazon for that one. All right, on right. Thursday. You you mm-hmm. kidding me? Al Michaels is <laughs> probably saying yes. Oh, boy, Al. Let's yeah. let's do that. Like Al does not hold back. He gives zero bleeps. He just like like out this is like give me a game, give me some good ones. Yeah, please. I'm too old for this. He's like, oh, a touchdown. What a concept. <laughs> was it like the, the 12 9 like Colts he game? Was which so was. sick of it. He was uh, so sick of it. But I, I I'm excited for this coming season for sure. I know it's just April, you guys, but like it's gonna be here in two seconds. Like I feel like after the draft happens, it's like boom. Yeah. We got a little reprieve, like it's like the real, real off season after that, and then training camp starts, and we're in it. Yeah. So, yeah, th- this is the time to sort of take in the little lull, the personalities, because once it's on and popping, we're right back to football. Thank content, goodness. content. Yeah. Yep. Anybody who works in TV, producer, executive producer, doesn't matter who you are. Yeah, the content, the pettiness, the Twitter mm-hmm. beefs, we're all about it. And yes, we're here we'll for be. We'll be here for it for sure. Um, speaking of, I was actually here for uh, an interview with our guests. I, I was missing you. Missing I know, you but I'm, for back, it. I'm back, I'm back, I'm back. Yes, yes, you're back. So interviewed Fresno State wide receiver Jalen Moreno Cropper, who has an amazing background, who talks so glowingly about – his grandfather, his grandmother as well, and their influence and what he means to them. So we'll stick around for that. This, of course, is the Al Huddle Podcast. She's MJ. I'm Will. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying cows are busted. Can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? My first game winner I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Demarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my game. <laughs> now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com.
The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moon roof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Hi, it's Gabby Reese, and this podcast is powered by Laird Superfood, a brand that's truly close to my heart because it was founded in my kitchen by my husband, big wave surfer Laird Hamilton. Today, Laird Superfood boasts an amazing lineup of products, all crafted with the highest quality plant-based ingredients. Think functional mushrooms, real fruits and veggies. What makes us unique? We're committed to using only real ingredients, no artificial and no natural flavors. Two of my absolute favorites are prebiotic daily greens, really great tasting, and we've added some mushrooms to support your gut even a little more. Then there's our instant latte lineup. We've got instant mocha, instant latte, chai. If you want to discover Laird Superfood, you can do it at your local retailer on Amazon or at LairdSuperfood.com. And if you put in the code GABBY2024 on our website, you'll get an exclusive 20% off your first purchase. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Hola, que tal? What's good, everybody? You have found Podcast Nirvana. This is the L Huddle Podcast. I'm Will Salva, MJ Acasa Ruiz. Not joining me for this one, She's taking care of some things, but I know that she would be excited about the guests that we have lined up for you. Of course, we are gearing up for the draft that is coming up. We're hearing a lot of names. We're seeing a lot of faces, a lot of workouts. But here on this podcast, we always like to pump up those Latino voices, those Latino players, those ones that we are going to keep an eye on during the draft. And it is a pleasure for me to welcome in a stud wide receiver from Fresno State. Let's give a warm L huddle. Welcome to Jalen Moreno Cropper. What's up, Jalen? How you doing? How you doing? Hey, a lot better now that you're joining us, man. So yes, many sir. questions to to ask of you, especially with your background. So mm-hmm. you have long been known as Jalen Cropper, but you added mm-hmm. the Moreno. Tell us why. So, yeah, so this past season, um, upcoming season was my senior year. Um, 
I knew that, you know, this was going to be my last year playing here for, you know, the Bulldogs and, you know, my hometown, the Fresno area. Um, so I wanted to be remembered as, you know, a little something different, um, something that was very special to me, um, not only to me, but my family. So um, my late grandpa, his his last name was Moreno. Um, and I felt like, you know, everything that he did for me growing up, um, I felt like, you know, I had to lay it all on the line this year for him. Um, and be able to just be remembered as not only, you know, Jalen Cropper, but Moreno Cropper. And I felt like, you know, being able to come into the season, um, it, add, it added a little chip to my shoulder. Um, definitely, you know, I played, you know, the game with, you know, uh, a little bit more uh, of a heavy heart than I did last year. So, um, you know, just being able to come out this year, um, obviously, you know, meant a lot to me. Um, but this year definitely meant a lot more knowing that, you know, the name I was playing for on my back. What were the reactions of your teammates and other people that said, whoa, whoa, whoa I, I don't get it. Now mm. you're doing it. Why didn't you do it before? Like, well, what were mm. what were some people saying to you after you did the change? You know, uh, it was it was crazy. A lot of people were very excited. Um, I think, you know, everybody that knows who I am knows, you know, who my grandpa was to me, um, not only to me, but to my family. So. Um, you know, the the staff, you know, Coach Teffer, you know, some of my, you know, the friend, my teammates, um, everybody was just, you know, very excited um, when they first heard that, you know, this is what I was going to do. Um, that it was just kind of like talks and stuff like that. But when they finally seen, I showed them my jersey um, and they seen, you know, the Miranda Cropper, they were like, yeah, like I, that, that fits you. So, <laughs> you know, ever, ever since then, you know, with all this this whole draft process, that's all I've been seeing, like Miranda Cropper. So I was like, you know, I might, I might just stick with it now. <laughs> I love it. Well, did you think about doing it, you know, two years ago, three years ago? Like now that you see how cool mm -hmm. it looks to see on jerseys and how much your grandfather means to you, mm -hmm. uh, are, are you wishing that you would have done it sooner? Uh, yeah, mo most definitely. Um, I think that I would have probably done it sooner. Um, but I think, you know, the way I did it, the way I went about it, um, knowing that, you know, I want to leave my senior year with that legacy knowing that you know they know who I was um and I feel like you know being able to do that was definitely you know the right way but if I had to go back I would I would have definitely you know been able to change it early on sure sure I mean such an amazing gesture and obviously meant so much to you and your mm -hmm. fam uh, family obviously I didn't get the the pleasure to to meet him and know him mm -hmm. uh, tell tell our listeners a little bit about uh, your your grandfather right? mm -hmm. and growing up and being around him, maybe some of the lessons he taught you. Man, a lot, a lot of lessons. Um, basically, you know, he's he was just Jalen. We got funny, time, baby. We we got dude. time. <laughs> <laughs> he was just a, a funny dude. You know, he he got along with everybody. Um, everybody loved him. Um, and I feel like you know what I really got from him was that that family environment um, that you know he brought to everything. Not only you know with art exact family but we you know with friends and anybody that that we bring home you know any friends you know he always brought them in with open arms um loved them like he was uh, he, they were one of the, his own so i think you know that that was something that definitely stuck with me um even up until now um everything i do you know my siblings you know i look after them like you know they're my own um and there's you know a lot of things when you know the way he looks at the world the way he looks at people um, you know, the, the support that he brings to my family, um, everything that he did, you know, it was just wonderful being able to be a part of that um, and be able to take that. And, you know, I obviously grow as a man. So I think that was definitely something for me, uh, you know, being able to grow up 
Um, when I was always young, I spent, you know, every day with him. Uh, he picked me up from practice, dropped me off at practice in the mornings, um, Home Depot trips, load trips, you know, just <laughs> doing all that stuff. Uh, when it was his one-on-one time with my grandma, you know, I'm I'm always third with him. I'm always tagging along. So, uh, you know, being able to go go through that with him uh, was definitely something that, you know, there was a lot of life lessons. Um, but if you ask anybody who, who knew who my grandpa was, uh, I mean, they they have nothing but good things to say about him. Well, just based on what you've told me, I don't have any doubt that anybody would say anything other than great things mm-hmm. about him. Um, were, were there were there particular things like just from a cultural standpoint where, you know, he talked about his his background, about being Latino? Did, mm-hmm. like, like what sorts of, of things did you, did you glean from him or did he tell you about maybe mm-hmm. customs or or things that he did when he grew up? Yeah, there's there's definitely a lot of things that he did, you know, the stories that he would tell me, but with him and his siblings, how they, you know, they walked everywhere. They they would go in the mornings to go work with uh my with his dad, my great grandpa. Um, they would go out there work in the fields all day, come home, eat, you know, and it was kinda like the same routine. So I think you just hearing that stuff and you know, from a Latino background, you you see the the work ethic that they bring. Um and I feel like you know, everything that they that he did, um, you know, he worked very hard for it um, to, you know, be able to provide food for our family, uh, to provide, you know, shelter, a roof over our heads and everything he did. You know, he, he did it with his best effort. And, you know, it wasn't only him. You can tell that, you know, in the Latino culture, um, this is very, you know, very, very uh, similar to how everybody's mindset is. And it's always, you know, work for everything you have and. I feel like that was definitely something that, you know, I took from him because, you know, obviously going to a smaller school like Fresno State, you know, you got to work a little bit hard. But everything that you do, you know, you you understand the work that you have to put into to get to the places that you want to do to, you know, achieve the goals that you have. Obviously, Fresno has a big Latino community there. Mm -hmm. Uh, What did they think when you did the name change and how did they embrace you even more than Mm -hmm. they probably did? Yeah, it was it was definitely cool seeing, you know, all the little uh, the things that the fans would say, you know, I would read like Twitter posts of people saying, you know, Jalen Cropper and then, and then you'll see like fans know it's Moreno Cropper. Uh, so, you know, just seeing little things like that, um, seeing things like, you know, people going around and actually remembering, you know, uh, talking to me, you know, oh, that's Moreno Cropper, like things like that. When you hear those things. That's it's like, cool. okay, like they approve of this, you know, they like what, you know, what what's going on. Um, and then you see all, you know, the things that, you know, these the kids are, you know, making little pictures or, you know, edits and stuff like that. And it says Moreno Cropper. So, you know, that was, that was kind of like one of the cool parts, um, just knowing that, you know, the vision that I had going into that season, you know, it, it was coming full, full circle. Well, well, do you feel like the weight of that in some sense? Because you have the name and then everything that comes with it. Do you feel mm-hmm. like a little extra pressure or it's not even that? It just feels like it's it's a natural thing and that's just something that's mm-hmm. that's guiding me. Uh, I, I would definitely say, you know, it's kind of like a natural thing. Um, I don't think it ever brought, you know, too much pressure upon me. Um, I think it was very, you know, Everything that I did, you know, I've always moved, you know, knowing that whatever the decisions I make, you know, it's going to affect my family. So I think, you know, just moving with knowing that now it's not, you know, just my my dad's side of the family. Now it's, you know, the Moreno side of the family. So knowing, you know, I'm I'm standing for a lot more now, knowing that, you know, I had the last name of my grandpa on my back, on his family. And, you know, everybody that knows that last name. So 
there's a there's a lot of there's a lot of people around here uh, with this. You know, I have a lot of family out here, um, a lot sure. of family in Texas that, you know, that's where my grandpa grew up. So, you know, just knowing that, you know, this I have a lot of family everywhere um, and the support of everybody. That was definitely something that really helped me a lot. Now, now we we talk on this podcast a lot, uh, MJ and I, about, you know, Los abuelos or la abuelita or mm -hmm. growing up and and taking part in the food, right? Mm -hmm. That is such a part of our, you know, culture, right? La, yeah. la cultura. So what were some of the dishes that mm -hmm. you remember growing up and saying, yeah, that that's my go-to. Yeah. That's my jam. My go-to, man, there's there's a lot of go-to. Um, <laughs> my number one is the number one thing I always ask for. Um, I think when I first got back from Florida, when I was training down in Florida, um, when I first got back home, the first thing I asked my, my grandma to make was uh, chile verde enchiladas. Ooh. Um, that, was, that was the first thing. Um, that was always been something that if I go to a Mexican restaurant, that's the first thing. I'm, I'm not ordering nothing else but that. So that'll <laughs> definitely be high, high number one. Um, there's no close second. Wow. So, so that's the, the Chile Verde. That's, that's your thing. That's, that's what you get. Thing. Yeah. That's my thing right there. Okay. Okay. And then when you go around to Fresno restaurants, Mexican restaurants, mm -hmm. like what do you order there? Is, is that, is that it? Same, same thing. Everywhere <laughs> I go, that's the same, same thing. That's always, that's the, uh, that's always the thing I get. Even like growing up, um, we had like little fundraisers for, you know, the kids for sports and stuff like that. Um, we would always make like chili verde, uh, like the lunch plates. So you mm -hmm. had the rice, you had the beans, you had your, you know, your, your flour tortillas or corn tortillas, you know, a drink. And it was always, you know, that was something I bought. I always had like at least two plates every time we went. <laughs> hey man, you're you're a growing boy, right? I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll have a couple of plates myself. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, so beans and rice. What what else do you have in there? Because we've asked our guests before. We had, for example, Malcolm Rodriguez, linebacker for for the Lions, and he has a certain <laughs> particular type of burrito that he eats. And I threw out like like in California, especially down in San Diego, Southern California, you've got fries in the burritos. Mm -hmm. Yeah, what do you, you think? Got the fries in there. Um, it it depends what kind of fries you put in there. It, it, that's really I think that you, it depends what fries you get in there. There's a place out here. Um, they have the salad fries, um, and they use like the crinkle the crinkle cut the fries. Okay, in, in the burritos. In the burritos. In the burritos. So that's probably the only fries that I'll, I'll eat in my burrito. But but is it? It's it's not a meal that you would have say game day, would it? Um. Nah, if I had to choose game day, definitely my enchiladas. <laughs> you had to have that, right? Yeah, had, had to. if I had to choose something for game day, I had to have that. Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's what it's all about. I mean, you just come from such a cool, unique background. Just from talking to you, it's, it's just mm -hmm. clear you're so proud of who you are, what you came from, and the, the Fresno community and how they've embraced mm -hmm. you. Um, you know, we, we like keeping an eye on all the, the players that have, you know, Latino heritage in them. And, and, and we always like keeping tabs, you know, it's like, mm -hmm. I grew up, my parents were like, oh, mira, ese, ese es Latino. And they're going to say the same thing about mm -hmm. you. Mira, ya está Moreno Cropper, ya está. Mm -hmm. Uh, what, what does that mean to you? Uh, that that's a that's a big deal that that mm -hmm. we do on this podcast but but i know it's like my my parents they were very much like that my family mm -hmm. you know mj's family parents are like that i mean mm -hmm. it's, it's a big deal man 
Yeah, no, it's it's definitely a big deal. Um, I think when it really hit me, um, uh, when that I had went to the swap meet with my with my grandma, um, and it, you know it was it was a, it was a couple of little kids with the, you know their families and stuff like that, and you know they were asking for pictures and stuff like that, and you know obviously you know being able to you know understand what they're saying and with my grandma and things like that, it was definitely you know like a kind of like a dream come true because you know obviously you know growing up. Um, you know, you were once that that little kid, you know, asking for a picture with somebody or saying, Mom, look, you know, that's that's Devontae. So um, mm-hmm. that was definitely something, you know, for me, that was just like a full circle moment. Um, obviously, you know, definitely, you know, very, very blessed uh, to just be in this this moment, um, be able to go through this opportunity, be able to have this opportunity. Um, but, you know, all those things, all those little things, you know, it, they definitely add up. And, you know, I'm extremely blessed. You know any bit of Spanish, or you just know like the bad words? Any of that stuff? <laughs> uh, no, I, I know <laughs> quite a few. I'm, I'm able to understand uh, more than I'm, I'm able to, you know, speak it. Um, mm-hmm. That was definitely something that you know my mom grew up. Her first language was Spanish. Um, you know, my grandparents, my my grandma. You could tell, you could tell my grandma, my grandma. You know, it has you know Latino in her, just the way you know she she sounds. Um, but you know, she's definitely she definitely helped me out a lot. We're definitely so my little brother. We're trying to teach him Spanish right now. My little brother, nice, uh, he's four years old. So hopefully he's able to grow up and you know do better than me and my other siblings. Hey, but listen, Jalen, you, you got time, my friend. And then once you're in the league, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, who knows? Yeah. I mean, well, would you consider making a trip, say, to Mexico and staying there for like mm-hmm. a couple of months or doing something like I'm, that? I'm most most definitely. I've, I've talked to my grandma about uh, she's she's from Guadalajara. Um, so I've, yeah. I've been you know, I've, I've talked to them about, you know, being able to go out there and, you know, be able to just see everything um, and, you know, be able to see where, you know, she grew up at. Um, with her families and things like that. Just, you know, definitely, you know, culture change, um, but also, you know, being able to go out there and and actually see and explore, you know, these different cultures. Mm-hmm. You know, in Guadalajara, I've been there before. The people, incredibly nice, mm-hmm. very cosmopolitan. Mm-hmm. It's it's very different, very unlike anything that if somebody has a certain image of Mexico, mm-hmm. they go there and they say, oh, wow. OK, wow. Look at the the vibrancy here. Yeah. It's very, very different. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did she tell you about like the upbringing and what mm-hmm. it was like there? She said she 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 enjoyed it. Um, you know, it was she said it was definitely different than you know out here in Fresno area. Um, you know, I'm I, it's a small town. It's called Parlier. Um, not too big. Um, you know, a few schools. She so that's where I grew up. Um, she said you know it's kind of similar, but it's not. Um, in terms of you know everything that's around. Um, she said that you know growing up it was kind of like her and her siblings. You know what they did was all with them so it was like her she i believe she has 11 siblings um, wow so i don't i don't think all 11 were born at the time when when she was out there but she said she you know she would definitely go back she loved it out there um and she was deaf she definitely wants to you know be able to bring us all back over there to, to see you know everything out there how do you think that experience would be like if you were out there to visit and to yeah. see it through her eyes I th- I think it definitely be definitely be cool. Um, you know, I've always wanted to do that. Always wanted to you know travel the world. Um, but obviously, you know, to see you know that you know that experience to experience you know what she did. 
um, see, you know, how her upbringing and things like that. Because obviously, you know, I, I've seen, you know, the way I've had her upbringing. So, you know, it's a little bit different out there. So, you know, she told me, you know, being able to go out there, you know, she's definitely willing to, you know, show me the, the ropes out there. Yeah, well, uh, MJ and I, I was telling you, it's like we, we talk about, you know, our, our grandparents or our parents and mm-hmm. there's there's dichos, you know, the sayings. Mm-hmm. What are some of the sayings, if you remember off the top of your head, that your your grandmother would say? Anything? Man, she would always <laughs> show, like growing up, she would always, because me, my me, my siblings um, and my, my cousins and everybody, like we were always all crazy so she would always you know tell us <laughs> she would always tell us like like stories and stuff like that and that was like the number one story i've always remembered her talking about was is the uh the yorona and that was she was always trying to scare us with that and that was the always the number one thing like she every time she would like we would do something bad she would say that and it was just like everybody would act right everybody sitting down on the couch and all nice and stuff <laughs> so it just took that and then you guys were in line yeah, everybody we were all terrified of that growing up like that was she was <laughs> she would just tell a story so we were all just terrified of that so like every time she would bring it up like we would act right we would change everything the way we talked and stuff like that and you know everybody would just act right now just you know she knew how to she knew how to handle us yeah yeah that's what it's all about right i mean yeah. that's yeah she's she's leading things um, you know, what you've done in your career at Fresno State, nothing short of remarkable. You improved every single year. Mm-hmm. And you had said in a quote that you are like a ticking time bomb ready to explode. Mm-hmm. Loved the quote. Why did you say that in particular? Uh, I just think that, you know, whenever I get the ball in my hands, um, you know, there's always something like you have to have your cameras out because something you know special something crazy might happen you know i might take a fly sweep for 80 yards i might take a hitch for 70 yards um so it's it's always you know no matter one play with me and i feel like you know being able to, when i you know growing up every single year i played football um that was just something that i lived by and i feel like you know it was always just one play one play away one play away of seven points and you know, I felt like, you know, that was definitely something with me, um, just how, you know, I practice and things like that. Um, the things that I do for my craft, um, definitely, you know, on Saturdays, you know, that's why I say that on Saturdays, you know, you never you never know um, whenever I'm on the field, you know, if the ball goes my way, you never know what's going to happen. Ah, I love that confidence. What what do you get more excited about, running the, the jet sweep for 80 or catching a bomb for 80? Oh, man. Definitely, definitely catching the bomb for eight. I think, you know, we know just show your speed, catch the ball down there. And you're already 80 yards down the field. By the time you get to fly sweep, you're only, you know, you're about three yards behind the, the backfield. So um, I think definitely, I would say definitely, you know, catching a, a long 80-yard bomb for a touchdown. Yeah, it feels like the deep ball's a little sexier, right? Yeah. Yeah, you could tell <laughs> at the combine everybody was going crazy for the deep ball. So I think that was def- that would definitely be something that, you know, I, I I would definitely like. What did you what did you make of your experience at the combine? Because here you are, you're coming from Fresno State. I'm sure you felt like I've got something to prove. You even mentioned it uh, earlier to me about mm-hmm. having that chip on your shoulder. What was that experience like? Because you ended up running the forty at four four, I mm-hmm. believe. So you showed up and you showed out. You didn't mm-hmm. run the forty in, in your pro day. 
but still you really impressed a lot of people for that mm. performance. Yeah, I think that was definitely something where I always, you know, believed in my speed, um, believe, you know, what I can do with my with my feet, uh, with my legs. I always knew that I was fast. So um, I always I felt like, you know, I heard a lot of things about, oh, he's, you're going to run a 4-5, I'm going to be in a 4-5, four, 5, five range, four, mid 4-5. Four, so that was just definitely something where I was just like, like there's no way I'm ever going to run four or five so you know i think during that whole process um it was just definitely something where you know always trying to get better every day um and obviously you know when the lights come on you gotta you gotta show out um you gotta you know go out there do whatever you need to do to 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 showcase your talent so i feel like you know that day of the combine um being able to go out there you know the lights are on you know it's very quiet when i'm on the line about to run my 40. So yeah. it was just, you know, something that, you know, going back to your 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 technique, um, going back to your training, you know, being able to trust in, you know, everything that you did, trusting your preparation. Um, and I feel like leading up into that point, you know, I prepared very well for it. Now, if it's the battle of two Fresno State Bulldogs, former Fresno State Bulldogs, let's mm-hmm. just say it's Devontae Adams on one side, then it's you on the other side. Mm-hmm. Who's going to be who's going to be the one that's going to be making that 80 yard touchdown bomb that we were talking about? Man, <laughs> um, I think, you know, I mean, Devontae, he does that every week. So you, you really yeah. don't know. So I think, you know, just obviously, you know, being able to play on the same team as him, being on the other side of him, that would definitely, you know, be something where it's like, you know, it don't matter who catches the 80 yard bomb, we're all going to celebrate in the end zone. Yeah. Well, how much has he been an influence on you, whether Mm -hmm. he's giving you advice or you just growing up and watching him play? Definitely, you know, a lot of, you know, growing up, um, that was definitely, you know, one of the main receivers, main football players that, you know, I really idolized. Um, I mean, I remember going to the games with my grandpa, um, you know, Derek Carr and him were out there breaking records. So, yeah, um, that was definitely something, you know, growing up, you know, that was that's this is our only you know this is our professional team out here Fresno State Bulldogs so you know growing up you know every Saturday you don't do nothing else but go to the Fresno State game so that was definitely you know growing up and being able to you know watch him play um and then obviously you know playing this in the same jerseys that he did playing the same stadium that he did um was definitely you know a, a dream come true to me well what uh what would be right now your message to talent evaluators mm-hmm. that are out there who maybe they are a listener of ours mm-hmm. here. Like, what would you say to them that they are getting in you? I would definitely say, you know, if you know, if you choose to draft me, you're definitely going to get somebody that comes to work every day um, with the mindset, you know, to be the best player on the field. Um, obviously, you know, going out there in your, your rookie year, you know, you have a lot to prove. Um, but I always felt like, you know, I've, I've had a lot to prove. So that was not really, you know, Really, you know, that's not – it don't bring a lot of stress to me. Um, but I feel like, you know, just I always I always trusted in, you know, the technique, the preparation that I've had, um, my abilities to play the game of football. Um, and I feel like, you know, every year um, when you get to that next level um, from high school to college and, you know, now it's college to NFL, um, I feel like, you know, I put myself in a position to be able to go out there and, and just be a winner. Um, you know, that's definitely something that – you know, I've always been a part of, you know, winning programs. Um, and I definitely, you know, want to come to a program that 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 wants to win. Hey, sign me up. Sign me up. Man. I mean, Jalen, you're a cool customer out there, my Man. friend. Yes, sir. 
<laughs> really appreciate it. Before before I let you go, mm-hmm. any any questions that you have received at all from teams that made you scratch your head a little bit? <laughs> um, believe it or not, I ha- I have not. There's there's been no you know crazy questions where they're no you know, they're asking anything crazy. Um, it's really been all you know business questions. You know everything. You know trying to get to know each other. Um, trying to be able to tell my story um, in a matter, you know, 10, 5, 10, 15 minutes. So, speed um, dating, baby. Yeah, speed yeah, dating. That's what it is. But <laughs> no, I, I, ha- I haven't uh, I haven't got any you know, crazy questions where I have to like, like, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> hey, uh, Jalen Moreno Cropper, it has been an absolute pleasure talking to you, my man. I hope that. A team is fortunate enough to select you and everything that comes with you and and your background and your heritage. Just know here at the El Huddle Podcast, man, we are rooting for you and happy for you and yes, appreciate Thank you taking you. the time. And make sure don't be a stranger. All right, when you mm-hmm. when you get when you get that first deal going mm-hmm. and, and you and you get on the team, don't forget about us little people here. All right, never, never, <laughs> never can't do that. Uh, uh, Jalen, you're the best, man. Hey, good luck. Really appreciate it, man. Thank you. Thank you very much. Have a good day. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? My first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Demarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my game. game. <laughs> now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. What up, everyone? It's Lunchbox from the Bobby Bone Show, and I'm here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car, like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive. You can count on your new Camry to get you anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Thank <laughs> you.
Hi, it's Gabby Reese, and this podcast is powered by Laird Superfood, a brand that's truly close to my heart because it was founded in my kitchen by my husband, big wave surfer Laird Hamilton. Today, Laird Superfood boasts an amazing lineup of products, all crafted with the highest quality plant-based ingredients. Think functional mushrooms, real fruits and veggies. What makes us unique? We're committed to using only real ingredients, no artificial and no natural flavors. Two of my absolute favorites are prebiotic daily greens, really great tasting, and we've added some mushrooms to support your gut even a little more. Then there's our instant latte lineup. We've got instant mocha, instant latte, chai. If you want to discover Laird Superfood, you can do it at your local retailer on Amazon or at LairdSuperfood.com. And if you put in the code GABBY2024 on our website, you'll get an exclusive 20% off your first purchase. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. So see, here's the thing that I love about this podcast. The conversation never ends, right? Like the second right. we post a clip to social media, I love seeing all the responses. So if you guys are listening, sure. please share these with your family, with your friends, add in, like we want to hear from you. And if there's something yep. that you want us to hit on, like a topic that we haven't gotten into yet, please let us know immediately because that's what it's all about. This is for us, right? As a collective, mm -hmm. as una comunidad. So we're, we're always so, Familia. so happy um, to share these, these like anecdotal um, things with you all, because we know that you feel it as much as we do, that you can relate mm -hmm. and it resonates um, with all of you guys. So that's been one of my favorite parts of, of doing th this podcast this year, uh, Will. Yeah, for me too. And also talking to people like Jalen, who is mm -hmm. yet another Latino that we can... Um, oh, great keep an eye on root for and, mm -hmm. and, and hope he has success, you know, just as a really cool, chill vibe. Chile yeah. Verde is his jam. That's what he loves. That's what he orders. He's hardcore. Yeah. Yeah. No, no messing it. around. And then he wants to go to uh, Guadalajara. He wants to go there to, to visit family and he's going to yeah. go likely at some point in time with his grandmother so um, it, it is beautiful. And we said it, and we've said it at the beginning of this podcast, we all yeah. come in different colors, shapes and sizes. And that's what this podcast is about. Celebrating Latinos and and really everything, not just in the NFL, but entertainment world, music world, mm -hmm. TV world, whatever it is. We're, we're here to celebrate and we're here to, to bring these voices to you. A hundred percent. So please keep listening. We love interacting with you guys. Um, if you love what you're hearing, just, you know, rate, subscribe, review, and don't forget to share. That's the biggest thing. Think of it as un pastel, right? That your favorite yeah. tia has made. You want everybody to get a little piece, right? Claro. We'll share. And you know us, <laughs> we're going to cook. We're going to cook for an army. So there's yeah. plenty to go around. We will see you <laughs> next time for Will. I'm MJ. We love you guys.
El Huddle is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Introducing the Lisa Chill Collection, your answer to hot nights. These mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers, whisking away heat for the perfect sleep temperature. Save up to $460 on chill mattresses and get two free pillows when you shop now. iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. What's out there is unknown. So at UC San Diego, out we go. Because to take on the challenges of the here and now, you got to get your feet wet, your eyes open, and your mind out there. Way out there. Turning the unknown into cures, culture, and connections with each step forward. So pack a bag, a notebook, and some sandals and get ready to look far and think further. UC San Diego. Learn more at ucsd.edu. You deserve to treat yourself. So turn your tax refund into a U-Fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount.